0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم أن أبي هريرة الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله تعالى قال من عادى لي وليا فقد آذنته بالحرب وما تقرب إلي شيء أحب إلي مما أفردت له وما يزال عبدي يتقرب الي بي حتى احبه فاذا احببته كنت سمعه الذي يسمع به وبصره الذي يبصر به ويده التي يب يشد بها ورجله ورجله, ورجله التي يمشي بها ولا ان سالني لاعوذ رواه البخاري
1: in the last Muhadara we explained part of this hadith. I'll just go very quickly through it in order for us to remind ourselves of some of the terms and what we said about them. We uh, said Ewali uh-huh. Is a person that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken as a close person to him other than a prophet. And I said, in order for a person to gain the status of wali or being close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or being Allah's favorite person, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned in this hadith the procedure that the person has to follow in order for him to attain this status. I emphasize that this is not a status that we gain as a birthright. There is no one who is born already chosen as a wali of Allah. If anyone claimed to be a wali of Allah based on the status of his birth, then he is not different from the Jews and the Christians because they also claim to be the children of Allah. They claim to be the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that, but that claim is fake. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran, The Jews and the Christians claim that they are the sons and daughters of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the people who are close to Him. But that is a lie, it's not true. And Allah says to them, then why does Allah punish you for your sins? bal antum You are just human beings Among the many human beings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created. This tendency is also found in some Muslims who simply declare themselves awliya' or Allah's favorite people. They say because they are Allah's favorite people when you go to them and they make a supplication in your favor, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to answer your supplication. But the truth is that the status of Wali is not gained like that. The status of Wali is gained through following the steps which the Messenger of alayhi wa has outlined in the hadith. The first thing which the Messenger of alayhi wa mentioned in the hadith is the fara'iv. When a slave of mine gets closer to me through the things which I've made compulsory on him. And the the things which Allah made compulsory are well known. Every Muslim is supposed to pray five times a day. Every Muslim is supposed to give zakat. Every Muslim, I mean, who can manage. Every Muslim is supposed to uh, fast the month of Ramadan. Every Muslim who can manage is supposed to perform the pilgrimage. Every Muslim is supposed to practice birrul walidain, to be good to the parents. Every Muslim is supposed to follow all the rules of the sharia which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made compulsory, including staying away from the haram. Once a person does that, he gets closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and then he continues to be closer to me bin nawafil hatta And my slave continues to get closer to me through the nawafil until I get to love him. Getting closer to Allah through the nawafil is after the wajibat. He prays extra salawat after the salah which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made wajib. He fasts maybe Monday and Thursday or three days in a month after the siyam which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made wajib. He does extra things such as sadaqat after the sadaqah which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made wajib. When he does that, he becomes so close to me that I begin to love him. Hatta uhibba until I love him. And this is where the status of Wali begins. He says, Hatta Uhibba, Ahbabtuhu, when I begin to love him, when I'm in love with him, when I love that person. I become his ears by which he hears and I become his eyes by which he sees and I become his hand by which he touches and I become his leg by which he walks. How can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala become our ears and how can Allah become our eyes and how can Allah become our hand and how can Allah become our legs? The hadith means I place a restriction on his ears and I give him guidance so that he only listens to the things which I've made halal because he is my friend. I protect him from the haram things. He never listens to them. marru bil marru kirama. When they pass by something playful, something which is not worth listening to, they pass with a lot of decency. They never listen to the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden. And the things which Allah has forbidden include riba, backbiting. If in your presence, some people begin to talk about someone who is not around, They say something about him which he may not like because you are a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah loves you. Allah is going to protect you from that ghibah by walking away from the place where ghibah is being done, where backbiting is being done. Some people claim they are not involved in ghibah but they sit in places where someone is being spoken about something bad is being spoken about someone you don't contribute but by listening to that ghiba you become part of the people who are committing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran an idha sami'tum ayati llah yukfaru biha wa yustahza'u biha fala taq'udu ma'ahum hatta yakhudhu fi hadith ghayri li innakum idhan mithl If you sit with them, you are like them. If people are listening to something which is haram, something bad, and you sit with them, إِنَّكُمْ إِذَا Then you are like them. If people are listening to haram, they're listening to music, and you sit with them, you are like them. If they listen to ghiba and you sit with them, you are like them. A wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is protected from that because Allah becomes his ears, by which he listens. And Allah accepts only what is طيبة. إِنَّ اللَّهَ طَيِّبُ Allah is good. Allah is perfect. And he accepts only things which are good. And Allah becomes your eyes by which you see. The same applies. It means as a wali of Allah, Allah is going to protect you from seeing things which are haram. Allah is going to protect you from that. Because Allah is your wali. Allah is your friend. You are Allah's favorite person. And Allah becomes your hand by which you touch. Meaning Allah is going to protect you from touching things which are haram. And Allah becomes your feet by which you walk. Meaning Allah allows you only to walk to something which is halal. So the awliya of Allah are protected from haram. By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here is a warning. You will find this hadith in some books of some unscrupulous people who decided to add something to the hadith. Beware. They added something, a tarf at the end of the hadith. They said, وَكُنْتُ rijilahu alati يَمْشِي Then at the end of the hadith they say, حتى إذا قال لشيء كن فيكون، until when he says to something be it becomes. I become his eyes، I become his ears، I become his hands and I become his legs and he reaches a point where he can say to something Kun be فيكون and it becomes. What they are trying to achieve by adding such a torf to the hadith. Is that a wali of Allah according to them. A wali of Allah shares Allah's powers. Because Allah is his feet, and Allah is his hands, and Allah is his eyes, and Allah is his ears. Therefore, he has the qualities of Allah. And among the qualities of Allah is to say to something, be and it is. They will tell you this is a wali of Allah. Haven't you read in the hadith that Allah's eyes are his eyes and his ears are his ears and Allah's feet are his feet? Is that the meaning of the hadith? Does the hadith mean when we say I become his eyes, it means he he gets Allah's eyes, he's able to see the way Allah sees? What kind of interpretation is that? To them, I become his eyes means a wali can see. As far as Allah can see. So because a wali has Allah's eyes, when a wali just looks at you, he knows what you're thinking. Because he has the eyes of Allah. When you go and whisper somewhere very far away, a wali is able to hear you because he has the ears of Allah. Is that the meaning of the hadith? This is called ta'wil. Ta'wil means to change the meaning of something in order to get a meaning which is not correct at all, to support some views which are not correct views. So, according to them, the awliya of Allah just have as much power as Allah. The wali of Allah, if the wali of Allah wants to, to fly, he just, he just says, let me fly, and he flies. When the Waliy of Allah wants to walk on water, he just says, now let me walk on water, and he walks according to their understanding of this hadith. Our authentic understanding of the hadith is that a wali of Allah has Allah's eyes, not literally, meaning he looks only at the things which are good because he is protected by Allah. And he listens only to what is good because he is protected by Allah. And he only speaks what is good because he is protected by Allah. And he touches only what is good because he is protected by Allah. There is a continuation of the hadith in some books of hadith, an authentic continuation, not this fake continuation, where the hadith continues and Allah says, because I love him, I reached the point of loving him so much, I hate what he does not like. And he doesn't like death. And I hesitate to bother him, rather to take his life because this is something he doesn't like and he is my wali, but it is something that has to be done. Uh, some people were hoping he would say, yeah, now I, I, I won't kill him because he's my wali, is going to be safe. Allah didn't say that. Allah said, I know he hates death and I, I hate to bother him with that, but unfortunately it's something that has to be done. If it were not for that, I would prefer that I, I don't bring death to my awliya. But I have, I have to. If Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa died, then surely, surely no one uh, can survive. The greatest wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala obviously is the messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ اتَّخَذَنِي اتَّخَذَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا Allah subhanahu wa has taken me as a best friend the same way he took Ibrahim a.s. as a best friend. And I personally hesitate to take a best friend among you. If I were to take a best friend among you, the people, لَتَّخَذْتُ بَكْرٍ خَلِيلًا I was going to take Abu Bakr as my best friend. Rasulullah was given the, the choice, was given the qiyar, right? To choose between life and death. And all the messengers of Allah are given the, the choice. Do you want to continue living or would you like to die? And Rasulullah narrated that. He said, Allah has given me a choice. Either to live or to die. They asked him, what choice he had taken, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and he started speaking about Akhirah and so on. The Sahabi narrating the hadith says when he started talking about that, I knew he had chosen death. It's in the same hadith I was okay, after the um, I was saying Messenger sallallahu was given the choice between life and death sallallahu Alaihi wasallam and he chose death. You remember I mentioned a part of this hadith when I said uh, Fatima radiallahu anha came into the house of the Messenger sallallahu Alaihi wasallam when Rasulullah وسلم, was with Aisha. And Rasulullah وسلم, went to sit with uh, Fatima, his daughter, Anha, and he whispered something to her in her ear. And when he whispered to her, she started to weep. She began to shed tears. Then after that, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam whispered something else in her ear and she started smiling. She looked happier. So when she was leaving the house of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Aisha anha, asked her what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam had said to her which caused her to cry, and what he had said to her, which caused her to, to uh, smile. She refused. She said it was a secret. She said it's a secret between me and my father. But later, after the death of the messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, she revealed that secret. She said when he spoke to me the first time, he told me he was going to die. He said, I'm going to die. So she was sad, and she started weeping. Then after that, the Messenger whispered in her ear and said to her, you don't have to worry because after I die, of all my family members, you'll be the first one to follow me. And she was happy because of that. Because the Messenger said after his death, she would be the first one to to die. And indeed, of the household of the Messenger the first one to die after Rasul was Fatima who died two years. After the messenger, sallallahu I, I was just wondering, I was saying if, if our father called us and told us, I'm dying, but after me, uh, it will be you. I don't think that's something to laugh about. Uh, that's, that's not something to laugh about. Uh, that's something to make you cry even more. Uh, except if you have iman and, and you love your father very, very much. Uh, we claim to love our fathers, but I, I don't think anyone wants to go with him papa you think anyone wants to go with his father because he loves him very much abadan naam so this this hadith demonstrates the favors which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows to his awliya and then he says subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hadith qudsi towards the end of the hadith wala in la if he asks me for anything when he becomes my friend when he follows the wajibat and they were, and he gets closer to me And he becomes a friend of mine La insa Saalani, If he asks me لَأُعْطِيَنَّ I will give him Each time he asks me I'm going to give him inistaa'zani And if he asks for my protection Against anything I'm going to protect him And that's where the role of a wali comes in That's why people go to a wali And ask him to help them make dua Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said if he asks, I will give him. But the problem is the wali has to be a right wali. It has to be a righteous person. A wali is supposed to be someone who is closer to Allah. I emphasized in the uh, last explanation that a person who misses Salah cannot be Allah's wali. A person who says he is special And when people are praying in the masjid, he can't pray with the people because he's a wali. Such is not a friend of Allah. A friend of Allah is one who obeys Allah. A person who commits haram, the things which Allah has forbidden, cannot be a wali of Allah. So do not elevate people above their status because they asked you to elevate them. Because they told you they're sons of so-and-so and they're from the family of and so and you elevate them above their status. Look at their piety. A pious man is a wali of Allah. And be very, very afraid of such a man. My advice, never pick up quarrels with people who pray. This is sincere advice from the hadith. If someone prays and he fears Allah, don't pick up a fight with such a person. Because Allah said, مَنْ وَلِيًّا فَقَدْ آذَنْتُهُ Whoever is going to bother one of my awliya, I've declared war on him. And I think through experience, these, these are battles that, that you have seen, and you've seen how they ended. There are many people I've witnessed who tried to fight the awliya Allah, the people who f- uh, fear Allah, and it didn't, it didn't end very well. Usually it doesn't end very well. It ends very very badly for for the other person It's a protection that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to them They're supposed to be respected Why for their piety? If you are pious people must respect you for that because you are a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala But is it right for a person to say I'm a wali of Allah? It's, It's not right فَلَا أَنفُسَكُمْ هُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِمَنِ Do not elevate yourselves, don't raise yourselves, only Allah knows where a taqi is. You can't say for me, I'm, I'm a God-fearing man. You can't say that. Only Allah knows who is more God-fearing. Uh, there's a question that, that was posed in the uh, tafsir group concerning uh, what was it about? Who, who read the question? Uh, okay, being extravagant in, in Islam, spending too much in Islam, what does Islam say about that? Firstly, we have to have um, a definition of israf, extravagance. What is it? Spending more than you more than you need. And different people have different needs. According to the status that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them in life. Some people are rich and others are poor. What might be extravagance to a poor man might not be extravagance to a rich man. For example, a man who has a regular job and gets 3,000 kwacha per month or 4,000 kwacha per month, and then this man goes to buy a wristwatch costing 15,000, this is extravagance for him. It's, it's rough. It's spoiling. Why? Because this is way out of his budget. He's not supposed to buy such a thing. For him, his watches, because his uh, 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 salary is 3,000 and 4,000. For you, your watches are 100 kwacha, 150, 200 kwacha, nothing above that. If you take something above that, that's Israf. And it amazes me. I'm really, really surprised when I look at people. Someone who does not even have a salary no proper income and then what does he have he has iphone x hadak Allah may Allah guide you may Allah guide you you're a poor man you don't even have a proper salary why are you buying iphone x or why are you buying iphone 7 for you it's um which one uh, techno and which other one inflex what, what, what is it? Uh, 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 that's, that's your range. All right. For someone who gets 20,000, maybe the range is uh, uh, above that. Maybe he will be in the i-what? I S, S Galaxy. Whatever. All right. Then someone who gets 50,000, okay, please go ahead and get iPhone X. Or a businessman who makes a lot of money, go ahead and get iPhone X. It's all right for you. So Israf depends on your stage in life. And to those who are rich, don't, don't spend way below what, what you have because you will bring trouble to the poor. For example, someone gets 25000 30000 per month and he cannot buy clothes from the shops. He only wants to go to salaula. Salaula, when you go there because you have a lot of money, for you, if they say 200 kwacha, that's that's a very small amount of money, you pay it. They say 400 kwacha, it's a small amount of money you're able to pay. You are making life difficult for those who are poor, who depend on, on, on Salaula. For them, 400 kwacha is too much. They'll be arguing, haggling over their price. No, 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 no not, not 400. I have 50 kwacha. And when you come, you say, no, I'll take it for uh, uh, 400 kwacha. For them, they're now forced to buy things at higher prices because the rich are competing with them. They've left their... Uh, 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 their status and come down to the mm-hmm. state.